Welcome to Think Big with Dan and Kasim. Join hosts Dan Melnick and Kasim Masood as they explore big ideas, limitless possibilities, and engage with visionaries, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who dare to dream big, get inspired, motivated, and find practical tips for personal growth. Think big, dream bigger, and ignite your potential. Welcome to Think Big with Dan and Kasim. And Cosm's not here today, but our guest today is David Mesa. So, David, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us what you do for a living and where you live. Yeah, definitely. Um, David Mesa, currently living in Austin, Texas, from the West Coast, from from the L.A. area, but relocated out here a few years ago with a horde of Californians <laughs> that's relocated into, into Texas. But uh, we have a sales agency and my partner and I, Serena Cowan, and I have a sales agency called We Grow CPG, where we help um, we help brands um, strategically build their go-to-market plans, route-to-market, forecast, help them grow their revenue um, in retail accounts. I've been doing this, this company for almost a year, not quite a year. We started it last year, but my background is is very much in the consumer packaged goods, food and beverage space, about 20 years um, experience there. So as of right now, what does a typical day look like for you? Oh man, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, we have about nine brands right now that we meet with bi-weekly. We have a few that we meet with weekly and we, uh, we just... We're on calls with them daily, but we're besides that, we're we're hunting, right? We're out there looking for new accounts or submitting submitting our brands into these new accounts, analyzing data, trying to see what's what's working with these brands, what's not working, how do we grow their velocities in their retail partners. So we do a lot of that, a lot of inner office communication going on. So we have calls between our team talking about our brands, how what it will take for to get the next brand to the next level. What are we seeing? What are the market trends? Like what are we seeing that's going on in the market that we could take advantage of with our brands? So there's a lot of that strategic planning going on behind the scenes daily. And then we meet with our brands. We meet with our brands often. We're talking to them about their growth. We're meeting with them on their pipelines, what it looks like for their accounts, what accounts we're going after, we're targeting. And then the accounts that we are targeting, where are we in communication? We we keep it all transparent with our brands. We we like we like to let them know what's what's going on, keep them aware of everything that's going on at the accounts so so they know i mean it's 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 important that they know what's what's going on out there and and why they're paying us uh what we're doing to earn their money so yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on daily what was the biggest challenge for you in starting this business like what was getting your first client like for you man honestly honestly like getting clients really wasn't the hard part you know when i started doing this i stopped working for brands and started going on the consulting side. A few, a few folks had been asking me to do this for a while. Like, hey, can you consult? And because I would always offer help, I would always t- talk to brands and help them out, help them out where I can, but for free. And they'd always be like, "Yo, we want to pay you for this, David. Like, you're giving us a lot of information. You're helping us. You're helping us get into retailers. You're helping us do all these things. Your time, your time is valuable. And for me, 
I was doing it because they're my friends or I like them. They had a good product. I wanted to see them succeed. And, you know, in, in another hand, I didn't want them to pay me because if they start paying me, then they're going to start expecting things. Right now, I'm just doing, I was doing it just, you know, I don't know. Goodness of my heart is kind of uh, not really the term I wanted to go with, but like I was doing it because I felt like it was the right thing to do. So in March of last year, I decided to uh, part ways with my, my with the co- company I was with and get on this consulting thing on my own. I was I was looking for other companies. I was thinking about doing consulting. There's a big there's a big convention in our industry. It's the largest one. It's called the Natural Products Expo West. So in the health and wellness side of the business, this is the this is the Super Bowl. So March is when that goes on. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out there, check this out. I had a few leads. I had meetings set up with brands. I'm going to see what it looks like out there, what the field looks like. And just constantly what I was getting were a lot of these emerging brands needing help. Right. But 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 not ready for a head of sales or a a senior level sales leader in their organization. And honestly, it wouldn't be the right thing for them to do. And it wouldn't be the right thing for me to take their money when they're not ready yet. So I started seeing this like small opportunity where they needed somebody with the experience to help them guide them there. Plus grow their, like I said, people were introducing me. People started hearing that I was on the market and I started getting phone calls from my friends out there. Like, Hey, we have this brand. We want to meet with you. And so I started meeting with them. I said, hey, look, I think the opportunity for me right now is just just do this consulting thing on the side. And so that's when I decided to do it. And it was great. I mean, I had brands lined up. I had brands um, signing contracts at the expo, like ready to go. Um, it was really it was really great. But it was also like a learning curve for me, learning how to manage these several brands, a small retainer, which is not a full time retainer, but for me, it's hard for me to like not work full time on on whatever brand that I'm working for. So just trying to learn those different uh, like nuances in this consulting side. And I did that for several months in October. Serena Callen came available like she left. She decided to to part ways with her brand who she was working with at the time. And I'd admired Serena for a long time. I've known her in this industry for a while and I've just seen her hustle and she is a hustler. She's smart. She's just a go-getter. And I'm like, I always, I want to work with this person somehow, some way in the future. And when I saw her come available, I just hit her up. I'm like, yo, Serena, like, this is what I'm doing. Let's partner up and do this. And she's like, well, I'm down. We got to figure out how, like, I need to get paid. I need money. You know, like, I, I just can't not have, not have income coming in. So we put a plan together. That was October, uh, plan together to bring on a certain amount of new clients um, besides the ones that I currently had by, by December. And we, we got them. We knocked them all out by January. We had enough to bring to, to, give her a salary and my salary. So we partnered on this bad boy and it's just been, it's been a super fun ride. And I, I've made the right choice bringing her on as a partner and her partnering with her. And it's just been, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun and crazy. So just a great learning experience. So in terms of adding new clients, how do you manage that? Cause obviously there's only one of you and there's one of her, right? So it's like, how do you manage how many clients you can actually take on 
in a good manner, you know, in terms of growth? Like, what are you looking at right now? Yeah. So, I mean, we have a couple of employees on our staff. So we have an inside salesperson who's, she's amazing. It's like, she's just every day we're learning more and more about her capabilities and it's just maxed. She's, we're not definitely not at her highest potential. She is so great. And we have a, like a key account manager, a sales manager, um, who's also just crushing it. His relationships out there with, with retailers is just amazing. Like again, every day, it's just like, Whoa, you got that on, you did that. And it's just, it's just, it's effortless for them. So we have, we have, we have a team, right? We have, we have small staff um, team behind us that are really like helping us um, grow this bad boy. But, but to bring it back to your question, um, how do we manage um, these, these clients? It's, it's tough. We, it's something that we've had to learn, but by breaking up their meetings to bi-weekly, we can get on with them. We get on with them together most of our clients, they want, they, they signed up for us. Right. Um, so we're on that, we're on the calls with them. We're strategizing with them and it, it's a lot, it's a lot of work right now. And we're figuring out how to make it a little, a little easier, but at, at the moment with the clients we have, it, it's enough, you know, and we're, where we are fractionally with them and what they pay us and what we're committed to in hours. Um, it, it just, it's been working out. Um, so far so we have plans for growth but uh this year we're we're actually like we're pedal to the metal on growth because we have we put a plan together for that growth and how we're gonna how we're gonna manage these brands because it's like you said they they want us they want to see us on there but we have some great people and they're starting to get introduced to these people and they're telling us on the side too like the, these guys are great we love them we love working with them so We've been able to make some really good, really good moves. We had we've had some folks come on temporary that were also amazing, and it was just like, no, don't go. But like they were just doing it temporarily until they had they had other things lined up for themselves. So we're 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 lucky to be able to get them for the small time that we've had them, and they were just they worked out great. And we have some folks that are in the pipeline that we're talking to and sort of working with to bring aboard once the time is right and once we have enough revenue obviously to pay some salaries that are just amazing like just surprised that folks that folks were this interested and reached out to us like hey we love what you're doing and we want to be a part of it so we have a plan to be able to manage them right but honestly managing these clients, the amount of clients that we have and the amount of clients that we're going to have is really it's really all organization. And, you know, I can tell you straight off, I'm not the greatest organizer, um, but my partner, <laughs> my partner is really good at it. And we've also brought on a business coach um, or an executive coach who, oh my God, it's, she's, we have her on retainer and she's just teaching us how to be executives, teaching us how to be organized better. She, she's, she's invaluable to us. Like I, I, I say sometimes that she's almost as important as having health insurance for our for for us and our employees. That's how valuable she is for us and keeping us on track and keeping us organized. You have to be organized in order to manage clients. You have to. We have pipelines for each of our clients with all their accounts, 
that we go through and all of our notes are in there and all the dates for the submissions. And we have forecasts that we're looking at for all of our clients, making sure that we are going to get to the targets that we're telling them we're going to get to. And if if something doesn't hit that we thought we're, we're going to hit, we're at the, we have to adjust that forecast immediately because they have forecast that they're demand planning for. So there's a organization is really the way to do it. If you if you're organized, um, it makes things so much easier. And I'm I'm glad that I have these folks in my life that are making me more organized because definitely helping me out. So how does technology help you in your business? Definitely. Like so we we're actually talking to a platform right now, which is a you know, technology, it's, that's the technology. It's a platform that's going to help us. It's, it's, it's like a CRM um, that's really going to help us. It's these guys, they got this brand new platform. They're, they're from Canada and it's just, it's called to do um, shout out to the to do guys, but it is, it's great. It's guys that are coming from this side of the business, building it for people on this side of the business. You know, they're not technology guys. They're not guys who were just in technology, building a platform that is universal. They're building it specifically for the food and beverage CPG space. And they're partnering with folks in the CPG space that are going to be good partners for folks who bring bring them on. So we're really looking forward to starting that that partnership with them. We're hoping to start that partnership next month. It's really going to keep everything together in one place for us. But right now, as far as technology, like we're, I mean, it's Google Sheets, you know what I mean? It's it's Google Docs. It's, it's a whole bunch of Google Drive and email to, to the most part. That's the majority of the technology that we're using is is all that. So yeah, but we're, we're stoked on to do for next month. So in terms of helping your clients grow, are you like seeing some trends in terms of technology, even AI? Like what are you seeing in terms of, you know, helping them grow, you know, whether, you know, it's through those channels or different technological channels? Yeah. So, I mean, AI is getting really crazy. Everybody, every day someone's talking, to, talking about it. And Honestly, like I'm, I'm a little slower on that technology part. My partner's already starting to use it on her phone. Uh, we've partnered with a data company who analyzes data and builds data reports for us via Power BI, which is another amazing platform. And these guys are also coming from this space. Um, longtime friends of ours who just started this company and um, we, we brought them on to help support them and for them to help us support us. So we're seeing the AI that they're using and their AIs are putting out um, their their AIs are being responsive to the data. Also, it's something that I've I've never really witnessed. Um, so being able to see that is pretty cool. And we have like we have on this to do platform. They have they have a partner that they've partnered with. That's uh, it's AI that is like note taking in meetings. I don't know if you've seen that or if you yeah yeah yeah, yeah I've seen that yeah yeah. Okay, so, um, but from everything I'm hearing about it and seeing about it, it's great. I mean, it, it even cuts out the chitter chatter and like makes the notes. I've seen examples of it, and it's been pretty cool. I think it's. I don't want to. I don't want to say the name and 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 say the wrong name. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to mess that up. But, but yeah, that we're looking forward to that specifically for that. I mean, we take a whole bunch of notes during our meetings. We have weekly agendas. 
that we're taking notes on as we're going through our meetings that everybody has open and everybody's seeing. But, you know, it's it's tough to be talking um, and presenting during the meeting. We're talking about something and also taking notes at the same time. My clients, I'm like, hey, I'm taking some notes here. So it's going to be quiet for a couple of seconds. Hold on. Um, so this AI, this AI uh, new um, platform that we're going to be using is I'm, I'm looking forward to that part as well. So you've worked with so many you know, different brands over the years. What would you say separates the ones that you've seen become successful versus the ones that are not successful? Oh, man. You know, I don't, I'm not putting anybody on blast, but no. <laughs> um, it's, it's success. Success comes, you know, it's it's top down, right? It's leadership and it's it's leadership believing in their team, believing in what their team understanding and listening to the advice that they're getting right we we go out there and we take products that that customers haven't seen before retailers haven't seen before and we're presenting them these items and they're giving us feedback if they like it it's going in if they think that there's some tweaks maybe packaging maybe taste flavor of these things they're going to tell us, you know, we have those relationships with our retail partners that they're going to tell us, right? Because we ask for it. We're like, hey, if you said no to this brand, why? What? Why did you say no? You know, I'm not asking because just to be, just to go back and forth with you, but it's helpful information to these brands. And if we can pivot and make those changes, then these brands could be more successful. So it's taking that information and instantly making changes. If we're hearing the same thing, hey, your packaging isn't great or your your flavor isn't great from all these folks, and then you have to listen to them. They're the decision makers. They're telling you what is going to be the right thing. And so p- being able to pivot that quick on product um, has made some of our brands successful or some of the brands I've worked with in the past successful. Um, culture, you know, it's it's culture is a big one. Um, if you have a great culture where people love to be there, they love to work, we're going to work harder for you, right? Like I was at companies where the culture was amazing and you could call me at midnight to ask me to go over forecasts. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. If I'm awake, let's, let's go over forecasts. We're gonna, we're going to talk. We're going to, I'm happy to do it. I want to work more for you because the culture is great. You you treat me great and I'm going to treat you great. So, you know, personally, like um, affirmation is my work love language. So, you know, as much as you can affirm the things that I'm doing, yeah, I'm going to keep on working hard. So culture, being able to pivot, um, listening to your team and trusting in your team. You know, like if you're not if you're not trusting your team and you want to be over every decision and you want to veto decisions that you hired this person with all this experience to to make for you, then you can't be you can't be upset if if it doesn't go your way. So I feel feel like those are those are some real important ones. So in terms of working with different retailers, how do you decide which retailer is the right fit? for the clients that you work with? Yeah, good question. And that's 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 a part of the strategy. That's that's where we come in, right? We're we're a strategic sales agency is what we say. And so we're looking at route to market. We're looking at your product. We we do market analysis which you know we're looking at pricing and looking at other like items in the market and seeing where where it's supposed to be 
And we know the retail space. We know the retail space in the U.S. I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm not a, not saying I'm an expert. I'm the best at it. But 20 years, I know stores. I know what their what their clients or what their consumers generally are looking for. Um, so you have to really look at your item, look at the price point on it, look at the educational piece behind it. If you're introducing a new plant-based beverage that has a plant from under a mountain in, you know, some some remote land of Alaska that you got this one flower for that's going to change lives. And, and most likely it is, right? But if you have to educate all these consumers on this, then you need to start in a market or a retailer that they're already educated. They're already looking for these things. You can't put this item that's you know got this magic magic ingredient that costs eight dollars for a 12 ounce drink in a retail account that the majority of their sales comes from 99 cent drinks right that have no no functionality they're just for for taste which look there's some of those things that i like also right um but you just have to you have to pick the right thing. And that's where I think some of the brands get confused, right? Because all these founders are not all these founders, but a lot of these founders are coming from different industries, right? They could be great at what they're doing. They're dentists and they're just the best dentist ever. Um, and they're making now, they want to make a, a energy bar or a protein bar. And then they, they made it and it's great and it tastes good and has all the things but their experience is in dentistry. So they come over, they have this great product and they may get an opportunity with this item at a retailer that it's not right for, but the retailer saw it um, and was like, wow, we want, we want to try that in our stores. And if they don't have the knowledge to know that, Hey, this isn't your right consumer. Don't, don't pay the cost to get into this retailer. Um, then they're going to do it. They're going to pay the fees that it, that it takes to get in there. They're going to be on shelves for six to 12 months. And the retailer is going to evaluate the data and be like, well, you know, we liked it. Uh, we tried it. It didn't work. So we're taking it off the shelves, you know, and, and that, at that point it could really, it could really hurt, hurt a company if they were depending on, on that revenue and, and it didn't, it didn't come through now. So that's, that's that's a lot of the strategy part that that we do. We're we're teaching them where the right place for them is, where to start, how to start. How would you say e-commerce has changed the way that you've done, you know, CPG over the last few years? Oh man, he, uh, look, we're not my, my company. We're not experts in e-commerce, but. You know, we will tell you and everybody in our team will tell you that if you're doing well on e-commerce, then yes, we want to we want to be a part of that. He, like, I mean, think about it. Like we, we all we all are on Amazon um, pretty often. It's it's convenient. Um, some of these some of these e-commerce platforms are convenient. There's a lot of them that are that are really great. There's a lot um, that are really great. Thrive is a great partner. Good Eggs, um, Fresh Direct. There's all these great these great e-commerce platforms out there. Um, and it's just making so much, it's making everything so much more convenient as, 
you know, as the new generations are coming along and I'm, I'm one of them, um, convenience is definitely like a priority over most things, over price, it, convenience is a priority. It's like pricing, taste, or, or convenience, taste. Pricing is like pretty low. Folks are willing to spend on convenience. It's 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 pretty crazy. We're, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years, so I've seen that change. I've seen it just completely change. Um, you know, there's still consumers that are uh, price-driven, but, but nowadays, man, um, if you can, if you can, if you can find it online, um, folks are doing it. And so like for the market and for our, our customers, if you're able to show your success online on your D2C business, on your e-com business, retailers are definitely looking at that. They want to see that because they know that you have that online uh, presence and you can drive folks to their stores, right? And you can show it, Hey, look, I got my website's pulling in X amount um, per per year and we have these many users and we can send email blasts to tell them, hey, go over to this uh, retailer and get our product there. We're on sale. The retailers are very aware. I mean, retailers are retailer. Retail buyers are they're They're up to date. They're knowledgeable on on everything. They're looking at they're looking at social media. They they're up. They they understand they're going to pull up they're going to pull up your um, e-com account and look at it. Right. And they're going to look at you on e-com, your presence on there, your reviews that you got. So um, they're very they're very aware where these, these folks are making big decisions for their companies. So um, so, yeah, if you have a presence on there, you're definitely you're one step ahead. What would you say is the one biggest piece of advice that you wish you knew when you started your career that, that you know today? Velocity. So like, not not to say I'm not anymore. I'm early in my career, right? Um, all I was um, for commission for myself. But when I started getting into me was getting in the store, getting our products on the shelf. And wish I would have been thinking about a big part of our company. And what we all think about is those sales through the register. That's the most important thing. If you're going to be in a retailer, they're going to give you a certain amount of time to hit that threshold and whatever it is, you know, like six, six um, items per flavor, per store, whatever it is, that number is what you need to continue to increase even before going after more doors. If you get into one big retailer, your efforts and your spend should be spending on trying to increase the velocities within that retailer. Like that is the important, the most important thing. It's getting those turns, getting that thing through the register because nobody wants to keep a product on that's getting dusty in the shelves. They just, why leave that there when they have so many other brands coming out that, that maybe can sell more. So yeah, velocities is definitely it for me. So if somebody wanted to reach out to you or to your company, what's the best way for them to uh, find you? Oh yeah, man. We're, I mean, Sales at wegrowcpg.com, um, LinkedIn. We have a wegrowcpg LinkedIn. We have a website. We got Instagram. Um, so yeah, those are the those are the easiest. But for for folks uh, looking looking for some sales help, you can go on LinkedIn. You can see you can see who's in our company, and then look at our profiles. You know, I mean, we all do it, right? We see we see these 
we see folks that we were like, okay, who's this? And look at the look at the background. You'll see in our backgrounds that um, that we've been able to do some things. So um, yeah, link, LinkedIn's honestly been like a really good platform to connect with folks. But there's there's a whole bunch out there. There's a whole bunch of really cool platforms that folks are on that are helping emerging brands. They're helping brands grow and network in this industry. Startup CPG is a great one. If you're in the CPG world and you don't know um, about Startup CPG, you should probably go and and um, get on their their Slack channel is pretty pretty awesome and, and very active. There's people on there. It's very active. So if you're feeling if you're an emerging brand and you're feeling a little lonely and not not knowing things. Go check out Startup CPG's Slack platform. You're gonna be you're gonna be right there next to folks that are just like you, starting out new, not knowing, and the way they network on there. Folks are just folks are just really nice. Folks are really cool and open. You know, we, we're definitely moving in an era lately. I feel like, and I don't know if it's maybe me moving to Austin, but just in a time where it's really cool to be cool. Right. It's nice to be cool. Like that's 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 what's uh, that's what I'm seeing. Folks are just very open and friendly. You know, I come from I come from Coke and Pepsi where back in the day where folks were slashing tires and pushing stuff over, you know, like it, it wasn't very friendly, not not really slashing tires, but um, they weren't as friendly. But, you know, nowadays culture has just become more, I guess, humanity is coming back a little bit. So pretty cool well david thank you so much for your time i really enjoyed our conversation and we're rooting for you hopefully your company grows exponentially in the next couple of years and even more so so yeah thank you so much yeah i appreciate you guys having me on yeah have a good weekend thanks you too all right bye see ya